You're an expert. Believe in yourself. No, because the tagline is fresh discoveries <laughs> every day. I just wanted to, you know, confirm my sources. I don't know what happened in there, but my sources. <laughs> you know, I have a responsibility with you on the other side that is listening and giving us your trust. And I want to, you know, deliver the best information <laughs> ever. All right, here we go. We've got some hey, I'm Luis. And this is Luis. And welcome to the Content is Profit podcast. In here, you're going to get the insights, accountability, and drive to create consistently and increase revenue. You'll hear from top entrepreneurs, creators, and anything and everything you need to know about content, all this while having a good time. Because this podcast is simple. Entertain, educate, and turn your content into profit. Let's go. You literally started saying your sentence of the intro <laughs> while well, I was still saying mine. You're like, ah, shut up. <laughs> uh, I need to move fast, man. We have things to do. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, I think you're... I, I just, I can't hear. I can't hear anything. Nothing. If I say, you are a great brother. Could you hear that? <laughs> I I can now because uh, I have the volume at like 20x. So what happens? Like How yesterday, convenient. we spent some time with the family in the pool and my ears are all clogged up. Yesterday, I actually told Katie, hey, baby. If you need to say something around the house, just like give me a call or send me a text because I literally cannot hear you uh, screaming at me. So anyways. All right. Cool story, bro. <laughs> we're going to move on to today's topic. What are we talking about? Wow. Wow, man. Thank yeah, you. Thank we're you for moving fast today. We're moving fast. Sure. sure. I've been there. I've been there. So, you know, I told you already what you got to do. Go to CVS. They'll take care of you. <laughs> Pim, pam, boom. You'll if be you ready. If you know any home no remedies, time. let me know in the DMs. I already heard something about garlic and heating up the garlic and cotton balls. And, anyways, so just let me go know the and DMs. Get, an ear get your ear washed and you'll be good. All right. <laughs> what are we talking about today? Well, you tell me. What's your topic? <laughs> today we're talking about there's a new. Social media app contender. Definitely an Instagram is, killer. Is it? Put that is it there. not? I don't this know. This is a what's what, your take what episode. What is your take? So I'm curious. This is something that literally popped in my in my radar like earlier this morning. And I was like, you know what? Of course, we're going to follow the hype. We're going to follow the volume of searches where people are looking for. And we're going to deliver on it's the content is profit way that's right guys if you're enjoying the show go ahead and follow it in your favorite podcasting platform so you don't miss any episode remember three a week if you don't if you don't see three a week you send fonzie creates a message and let let him know <laughs> ha 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 great joke <laughs> all right let's let's dive into this first what is the new content the new instagram killer app supposedly i'm doing air quotes of course <laughs> Right, uh, we we need to just you know we're hyping this this whole thing up. Just well, just it is dive, called Fancy. Lemonade, and not Lemonade, Lemon Eight with a number. Number eight, right? And it is a video and photo sharing app. It doesn't support vertical video scrolling like TikTok or Reels, and the content created on the app usually centers around a specific topic. This is the plot twist right here. The app is owned by ByteDance, which is the company that owns TikTok, which at the moment is pretty much facing uh, some challenges with the U.S. government. And it there is a possibility that it might be shut down here in the States. Right. Uh, so, you know, TechCrunch described it, an Instagram rival that describes itself as a lifestyle community. Jump into the U.S. App Store top charts on Monday. I think that is a week ago so today is monday april 3rd so that was last monday uh becoming the number 10 overall app across both apps and games today is ranked at number nine on the app store top app chart excluding games this is a dramatic move 
for the little known app and one of the points to paid user acquisition efforts powering this surge. So just so you guys know a little bit of context, the app was actually created in 2020, but it hasn't even gone over like the top 200 apps in all this time. And now, which is, you know, the interesting part now that TikTok is facing all these challenges, all of a sudden this app surges all the way to the top top 10, right? And a lot of people started indicating that they started seeing a lot of influencers inside of TikTok promoting this app. They weren't saying that they were being paid off uh, by ByteDance or anybody to promote the app. Mm. But, you know, it was like a unit, like a, a movement all at the same time, which is kind of curious, right? And the app surged all the way to the top 10. So that is pretty much an indicator of paid acquisition by ByteDance to, you know, get the app up the charts, get more people downloading. And I don't know, maybe a backup plan to get all the people data before they close <laughs> TikTok or something. I have no idea. I already happily gave me my information, of course, <laughs> for the sake of content is profit. Yeah. I downloaded the app, you know, sign up with all my information. I was like, you know what? Take it. My data is all yours. <laughs> I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Yeah, I know what maybe, you know, I know what many people are thinking that, you know, we went to the episode with, uh, what's it? What's that app that it was like the daily, the daily photo be, be real. Yeah. Be real. We talked about be real a while back. Uh, which a lot of people have really enjoyed, and I, and I don't think they've, there's been like too many other news apart from that period that it grew very very quickly. But a lot of businesses and a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, another app I need to be worrying about, another distribution channel I need to be worrying about, right? And here's what I'll say is, we don't we don't have to worry about that. We get to use these distribution channels. I think is. Uh, for people that are excited about this or for people that really lo love the photo aspect because it's a photo first and then video like we mentioned earlier, I think it can be a new uh, a new channel that could uh, do something really good. So yeah. w would I encourage to go experiment in the app? Absolutely, right? Like after this, maybe I'll, I'll create the account. Fonz is already in it. We'll see what happens. If it fits our production style, if it fits what we want to do, maybe we'll go around it. But over... Obviously, there's something bigger here is on the legal side with TikTok uh, trying to stay in the U.S. market, which is a very big consumer market. Um, mm -hmm. Them owning this app is going to give them <laughs> if they're not going to lose the market, uh, you know, 100 percent. So will the app evolve if TikTok gets banned? Absolutely. I do think that they're going to probably use it, this interface yeah. to evolve into something similar I mean, to TikTok. There's a chance, too, that... Uh all the apps from Byte, ByteDance might get canceled, right? Meaning this one will not be in the app store uh, as well. But like my brother said, right? It's another distribution channel. What is my personal take? I personally wouldn't be concerned about it at the moment. Um, let's say they cancel TikTok. TikTok no more. Bye-bye. And this actually remains and you see a, a big flood of creators kind of like starting to flood into there. Like... I would potentially give it more of a chance. But at the moment, it's not really, I don't think it really like drives the needle, right? And that's yeah. the focus. It's like, what are those activities? What are those platforms that are actually drive the needle forward for you? For us, 
is a podcast. So guess what? We're going to focus on creating quality content here on the podcast and then using this to distribute it in other mediums, which are better mediums are Facebook and Instagram at the moment. And YouTube Shorts, actually. Yeah. YouTube Shorts has YouTube a... YouTube Shorts is quickly rising to the top. Yeah, pretty, pretty good growth. So if you are not in YouTube Shorts, I would definitely consider you to test it, right? Yeah. The fact that it works for us doesn't mean that uh, it, it is going to work 100% for you, but I would invite you to test it a little bit. So what about this Lemonade app? Right, like wait, wait, wait. wait, wait one second, I want to share something real quick here. Like the the trend is going up. There's a lot of Google searches going for it, right? Um, by using keywords everywhere, the searches have gone up like forty thousand uh, in this past month, literally like in the last three days, right? The interest over time is growing, and you know the downloads overall obviously is growing since now it's sitting in the top ten. So. I would just honestly keep an eye on it before jumping and if you're concerned about your data, yeah. giving your data to them. <laughs> <laughs> giving your data to them, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, part of what we talk about too is obviously do you control your own audience, right? Like if you are building your company or if, or if you're building these relationships on somebody else's platform, right? Obviously, this is a real risk. It happened with Google a long time ago, mm -hmm. right? It happened with Facebook. It happened uh is happening now with tiktok where it's a real like a real thing that probably now millions of people are not going to be able to join the app um or advertisers or people are not gonna that market is gonna close that is something that could happen right so at the end of the day what are you doing as a company to connect that content to your revenue stream, right? Are you moving people from those platforms into your email list? Are you moving people from those platforms into your other platforms, right? So how can we do that? A very simple way to do that is offer something of value. We call that lead, a lead magnet for people to give you their email. And then that way you can still communicate with them no matter what happens with the platforms, right? That's something very basic that we've covered quite a, quite a bit. But um, it seems to me that there's a lot of brands out there we, that we've seen that the reason this is so noisy in a sense in the marketing world is because they depend so much on these other platforms right so make sure that you have your safety net and you are transferring people from these apps into your own platform into your own email list so you can continue to communicate right at the end of the day doesn't matter platforms are going to come and go right you're going to continue to create in different formats but at the end of the day do you have a system to capture them so you can communicate further with them yeah 100 you know how and i totally still believe that this in a way what i'm about to share is like a fear tactic <laughs> that a lot of marketers use yeah. but you know when they want to teach you something sometimes they go like you know if facebook were to collapse today and they you know cease to exist and you are left with nothing right if you only had your context of whatever here <laughs> and i was every time i read that i'm like bro like i like I did, I dislike, <laughs> I, I personally dislike like that fear inducing marketing. And I was yeah. like, in reality, are this social media actually going to be like cancer or bandy or whatever, right? Like, <laughs> oh, unless you're like on the very edge of the polarizing, you know, spectrum, like sure, there might be a, a possibility that you might get banned in there. Uh, but at the same time, like realistically, are they actually going to like ban you forever? Well, Again, I want to say this. I believe 100% that you need to move the people to your email list and own the asset rather than being dependent on these platforms. But again, in my mind, I was like, 
dude, this fear inducing marketing. I like this is getting so boring. I absolutely hate it. Like I know. these guys, like they're just leveraging off of all this, you know, inducing fear in people. I mean, not only and that, now I'm like, obviously with TikTok, it's like it might happen. <laughs> it might it actually might happen. happen. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, obviously, you know what? Again, look inside of your company. If you have employees on this, if you have people running these platforms, right? Go ahead and ask them, like, what are we doing to collect these leads or to transfer the people that we have on this platform into our own? And of course, like, there's going to be other platforms uh, that have more time. You know, two days ago, I was listening to uh, the podcast in our network, My First Million, right? And Sam was saying something like, hey, Facebook ads are working so much better right now. And I think, like, the, the hustle, the newsletter that he sold to them, they were doing some reportings. And uh, they were earning a lead every $3 or so, where earlier it was like 8 to $9 to acquire that lead. And he's like, man, like, they're killing it on Facebook on Meta. And then Sean goes, you know, you never bet against Zuck. <laughs> Are you actually going to bet against a guy that, you know, since 18, he's won everything? He's like, an, 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 what's the word? Unhi an, annihilated. Know. Annihilated. Annihilated. <laughs> annihilated every competitor, bought every competitor, right? So at the end of the day, I think as either marketers, your CEOs, CMOs, right? We need to be educated of like who's behind these platforms, how are they functioning, not only here in the States, but on different parts of the world, right? What are the limitations in different parts? And at the end of the day, it's like we need to make uh, a calculated bet on whatever platform we're gonna jump in, right? And there's obviously levels to this, right? So if you are now considering Lemon 8, right? This this looks more like for product product placements, so right? They're topic is, specific. They're, this is like the the brief that it looks like it was going around on TikTok because like again this is somebody that wrote the article in cdnet.com that i was reading they said they went on the hashtag lemonade right and they were like a whole bunch of posts and that most of them had very similar and it was language like, came from about it, right so you're like <laughs> okay none of them but was actually disclosing that yeah. that bydance might have be paying them to promote the app but all the language was very similar which makes you think it looks like they kind of like PR brief play. them. Yeah, like they a brief PR them play. like this is how you're going to promote it. And the way they say it is it's cute. It's like a perfect mix between Pinterest and Instagram. Like Pinterest and Instagram had a baby. That's pretty much like and it's the, called the, the word. Lemonade. And it's called Lemonade, right? Okay, so... Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, we're not gonna make any assumptions there, but you know, you, I think it's it's pretty clear. I mean, to my I my take on that one is that it is a calculated marketing move because nothing happens by accident. But again, you as a company and as the you control your own message. So evaluate it, see if this is something viable. We've seen, you know, with Be Real, we've seen some example of brands doing something really cool with the concept of the app. So can you make something original that you can? Keep consistent with your brand, keep consistent with your message, and at the end of the day, transfer those people in those platforms into your own to continue the conversation and continue to help them and serve them. Yeah, so, I would think about it. If you do decide to be an early adopter here, just think about it as a risk because you might be investing a lot of time into the platform for then later not to work, right? It's a viable... How will you do it? How will you uh, go ahead and, and test this out? Well, I doubt there's a, any software and automations that you can do in here, so... Um, I'll hire somebody to post exactly the things that I have on Instagram <laughs> to this platform, right? Yeah. Um, and again, I have to play more with it to see exactly how it is. Yeah. But um, again, I'll I, I I would just go in mind with that, like, okay, it's a risk that I gotta take. Now, if you cannot afford to spend the time testing this thing, then I would just invite you to to think, what is you know the activity 
with my content that drives the needle, right? The highest leverage and then focus yeah. and put your resources into that. I mean, even with TikTok, right? TikTok, we've had the conversation the last two, three years about it. And people two, three years ago were like, oh my gosh, you are so late. If you're not on TikTok today, you're going to lose all these leads, all this market. And you see examples of people that start, you know. Fear uh, uh, marketing. Yeah, it, you, that start not so long ago and they've had amazing success. So again, those platforms are there for a reason. Uh, there's obviously the organic side. There's the paid side. we got to figure out a way. How do you run something, a machine that's profitable, right? Like you're not losing money, whether that's time or whether that's actual money that you're investing in these things to acquire those leads. So keep in mind, your back end, we talk about this in the six stages, right? We talk about how do you operate this and then how do you connect it with the money? So, um, I, you know, we're just going to remove a little bit of that fear. And uh, if you do have the time or you do have the resources, I asked Fonsi, how will he do it? You know, I'll probably also put somebody, maybe an intern, maybe a virtual assistant, be like, hey, this is the new app, install it, learn everything about it and teach me back in a week and see what happens. Like if it's not them, put some uh, time in your calendar if you're interested. But if this is something that's going to add friction to your process that you're running right now, I'll say, live it, see how things played out and then go ahead and dive it deep. As soon as you see like the attention kind of shifting into that, you will have time. This is my take. The people that are going to flood to lemonade are going to be like those people that are just thirsty for fame and influence. They want to be the new Charlie D'Amelio. Those are the, the <laughs> first ones that are going to like fly to lemonade. And personally, after seeing this, like right now, literally, my conclusion from 10 minutes <laughs> is that uh, yeah. there's not going to be a very practical use for like marketing, at least on the B2B space that we are. Because also they separate the stuff for topics, right? And the only topics that they have is like fashion, beauty, food, wellness, travel, and home. Is more yeah. like lifestyle ish. All the so moms, all the moms, all the moms. There. So I do feel, I do feel like all the micro influencers are gonna be like, "Ooh, there's a possibility that I, I can go from micro to macro, and <laughs> you know, get a little bit more famous." Hey, and, first move advantage in yeah, a sense, and, right? and they're gonna go and be some early adopters in in that app. Yeah. So let's see how it plays out. I mean, I personally, I'm not gonna go in there. Uh, we we've been focusing a lot in shorts, in reels, yeah. in, in vertical, not even in. Sounds TikTok. more stressful, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, damn, another new app. Forget about it. Forget about it. But, but you know, anyways. as marketers, we're going to see the data and we're going to see how this plays out. We're obviously going to keep it in, the, in in our radar. And if it grows, if brands start going in there, guess what? We potentially are going to move in there. If it goes nowhere, cool. We didn't waste our resources in it. Yeah, keep in mind, right? You have your resources, the capacity that those resources can give you, whether that's time or more money, right? Um, and then can you actually express your message in an entertaining, educational way inside of those platforms? That's the other way. That's the other elements, which we talk about in a publishing pyramid. So if you're interested in that, let us know in the comments. But I think I think that's it, man. Um, yeah, I think we extended too do, much do in, you a, have, in a simple topic. Do you have anything topic. else before we head out? No, we definitely extended too much in a, in a simple topic. <laughs> Just let us know. Let us know what your take is. Uh, send us a message at Beast Brosco on Facebook or Instagram. Not on Lemonade because, uh, yeah, we're not going to have that, that in not there. Not for now, at least. Yeah, not for now. But, right. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Sweet. With that said, guys, thank you so much for tuning into the Contents Profit Podcast. Go ahead and follow the show in your favorite podcasting platform and on social media at Beast Brosco. That is right. If, if you enjoyed today's episode and it helped you move one step closer to us your goal please don't forget to share it and and leave a five-star review let's go bye guys and don't forget to share what's your take with us <laughs> good I job know, I got, got confused <laughs>